Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast. I'm Todd Studer, joined today by Nikki Ferguson. She is the Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation, and also a special guest today, Kevin Doncaster. Kevin is the founder of an organization called Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs, and we'll learn more about that organization and hear from Kevin in just a moment. Right now, uh, Nikki, uh, coming up on another exciting week at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. Always busy, but always, it's a, it's a good kind of busy, right? Absolutely, absolutely, because, you know, every day we're talking to more people, helping more people maybe realize their dream, and it you know, keeps us busy. It's good for the economy. It makes my day go by very quickly. And I just love meeting new people. So it's, it's a, it's a good kind of busy, as you say. So speaking of meeting new people, uh, talk to us a little bit about when you first met Kevin and your impressions of him. Yes, uh, for sure. And, um, before I get into that, I will say as we're talking to Kevin, this is, you know, a nonprofit organization. So when we're helping people, we are not siloed to just helping a for-profit business or a tech startup, like whatever you have, reach out to us. We'll, we'll help you find the connections you need. Um, that said, though, meeting Kevin was, he, he's an incredible guy, a veteran, so we owe him all the gratitude for his service to our country, um, but he continues to give back. And I know like many people, both my grandfathers are veterans. My brother-in-law is a retired Marine. Um, and then what he's doing with the service dogs and my, my sister's in that kind of business, I suppose, as well, with the, the dog training and what they can do for a person. Um, it, it, it's just, he's just an incredible person. And I mean, so absolutely, when I met with him and he had just come to this area, obviously, um, his organization has been established outside of uh, the Council of Lessons Southwest Iowa region previously, but he is now relocated here. Um, I definitely want to do what I can to help him get established here as he's you know, new to the area and get him the connections and build his network um, and help them be successful and uh, do some service here. It, it, he's just, you're all going to hear, like he's just a great guy and doing amazing work as if he hasn't done enough for the country already. It's, it's just, it, it's hard not to be passionate for him and with him for sure. Well, let's learn more about Kevin Doncaster and Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs. Kevin, thank you very much for your time. Now you recently moved your family to our area in Council Bluffs. How have you found things since you've been here? I, I mean, I love it. You know, it's it's very similar to Oklahoma. And, you know, the bottom line is there's a lot of support for veterans. And, you know, I'm really enjoying the area. I'm enjoying being here and, and just getting integrated to the community. For those who aren't aware of what Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs does, fill us in. Well, our primary focus and our primary mission is uh, to get out PTSD service dogs, and we have a hierarchy. Um, we want to help as many veterans as we can first, and then we shift to first responders, and we even take on an occasional uh, special circumstance of PTSD. And our dogs, um, you know, in the, over the last three years, we've delivered 45 dogs to 18 states, so we're really well known. And we focus strictly on PTSD. And a lot of folks say, well, what is that exactly? So if we're training a dog for PTSD service work, you know, the basics for ADA uh, standard would be got to be housebroke, got to be obedient, got to perform a task. And so we do all those things and we kick in an extra task. And the two tasks that we want to accomplish is we want that dog to lead them a little bit, which is pretty awkward for some professional hand handlers because essentially they're used to that dog being on their heel at all times, right by their side. 
But for us, what we want our dogs to do is lead out in front and provide a blocking zone and a safe distance in public uh, settings. That way, the handler feels like, uh, you know, people aren't going to come into their personal bubble. And then the second thing is, and you've per- personally witnessed this, Todd, is uh, how our dogs pick up on your emotional distress. When that happens, the dog is going to intervene with you. It's going to make direct contact and it's going to slowly escalate until you pull focus from wherever your mind is at and pay attention to the dog. And ultimately, what we're really, really trying to accomplish here is we're trying to put a dent if not eradicate that 22 uh, suicides a day. That's what we're really all about. We should give full disclosure. Kevin and I met last year and quickly became friends. And I have, uh, well, Kevin, I've met your service dog, which you refer to as the people's service dog. Mm, And I noticed that the first time that I met Lacey, I I was having kind of a stressful day and she instantly picked up on that and was just right there by my side. Yeah, without question. And you know, this is the thing about Lacey. She's just got this innate ability to serve just about anybody. And the problem, or the great thing about that is, (laughs) is that we get to put her on display as the ambassador of Warhawk service dogs. The problem with that is she knows no strangers, right? So she's always wanting to work. And when we picked that up on her, we, we immediately trained her in such a fashion where we could get her to interact with people. And I've got to explain this a lot. You know, you always want to ask permission from any handler. I don't care if it's a service dog or not. You don't know that dog. That dog doesn't know you. The handler is going to know that dog. So let's not put ourselves in, in an unsafe uh, circumstance, you know, but ultimately I, I encourage people. I, I train the people, I educate them, but I always say Lacey is just there to, to love on people and she'll immediately take your stress away. So she's, she's a very special dog. Um, but yeah, we do call her the people's service dog because she can serve anybody. And I love that about her and it's helped us. It's helped us demonstrate the power of our program. Give us a little bit of the background about where this passion for you came from. Well, the background is my own personal story. I I was really struggling and in the process of trying to find some answers, find some help and struggling with different medications and, and even my own form of self-medicating, self-medicating, you know, I've, I've been known to, to drink to excess many, many times, but, um, you know, I met this lady named Julie Vinage. She had her own personal PTSD service dog. I didn't even know such a thing existed. And, um, her name's Grace. She's a beautiful German shepherd. And I just, I witnessed basically what you, you witnessed Todd. And, um, I was blown away. And when a gold star mother tells you to go find a dog like that, you do what the gold star mom says. So I started looking around and asking around. And next thing I know, this guy is blessing me with a fully trained service dog. Two weeks after that happened, a buddy of mine took his own life. To this day, the family's never allowed me to speak his name. And that's their prerogative. And I respect that. But ultimately, I called the guy back that blessed me. And I said, how do I do what you did for me for a lot of people? And that's how we were born. You know, here we are in our fourth year. I never thought we'd make it this far. We have so much support now that we are financially stable. Whereas before it it just, it was all about the Doncasters. What can we do? And the fundraisers just kind of help offset what we had to kick in all the time. I don't have to do anything anymore. All we have to do is go to the community and say, Hey, we need help. We've got this mission and they always help. So 
Um, I'm really blessed to be where I'm at. I'm no longer the president. You, you know that, Todd. You've interviewed uh, J.R. Becker, but I still maintain a role as founder, and I do what I can from time to time. I know it's an impossible stat to accurately track, but it is a, a certainty that what you have done has saved lives. Yeah. You know, I tell people that there's an indirect and a direct impact that we have on the community. And I think um, looking back, I've done a lot of reflecting this year, but looking back and just seeing some of the different messages or, or letters that we've received, these are people that are just inspired by what we do, or they have their own dog. They went out and got some training. They never really went to us. Um, but the, the message of hope that there's people like us out there, that are just trying to help in any way we can. That sends a, a huge ripple through the community that a lot of people don't consider, but I'm honored, you know, and I'm so proud of my team. We've got seven board members. They all uh, work very diligently. You, you're right. This is not a statistic that we can really accurately track, but I'm telling you, man, if, if we're known around the globe, which we are, I mean, Germany, New Zealand, um, the Netherlands, for crying out loud, all these people follow us. And everybody in the States knows who we are. And they're just, I mean, they're just along for the ride and they're seeing what we can do. And, um, and they're always encouraging, always supportive. And I love that. One of my favorite things about you, Kevin, is that the thoughts and the desire that led you to this mission is not just, it, it doesn't stop there. When you see a need, you want to meet that need. And I think that you figured out a long time ago that if you are personally struggling, struggling, the way to help yourself is to go help others and to shift that thought process onto helping others come up. And then from there, I have heard you talk about some of the people that you have helped start talking about how they can give back. And that's how the snowball keeps going. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, they get intimidated by charities, but then I tell people, Hey, you don't have to give money to impact somebody's day. I think, Todd, what you're talking about is how I constantly preach how anyone can change the trajectory of somebody's day. I'm always using trajectory because we used to, Marines are, Marines are basically snipers, right? I mean, we get trained uh, to shoot, you know, from five football fields out. And, um, you know, they're talking about the trajectory of the bullet. I like to take that military terminology and use it to my advantage. So I'm talking about how you can change the trajectory of somebody's day. And it's simple, man. We are so divisive right now. This country is in turmoil. And what are we doing? We're at each other's throats. Why don't we take that and flip it around? Why don't we have a little bit of care and compassion and grace towards one another? Because we never know what someone is going through. And I, I'm telling you, I would have never thought that some of the people that come our way were battling that severe of a life. So I'm going to try and just flip the script all day long. I'm going to buy somebody's coffee. I'm going to buy somebody's meal. I'm going to smile at people. I'm going to have a conversation. I'm going to say hello. I'm going to open a door. There's so many different things that you can do that just don't even involve money. And I'm telling you, it could, it could mean the difference between somebody staying alive that day or being six feet under. And that's powerful. That's really powerful just to go out of your way to say hello to somebody and give them a smile and maybe a wink, you know, well, it might lead to, you know, an unexpected date for crying out loud. I don't know, but I'm just saying, go out of your way to be kind. Right. 
Let's let folks know where they can find you online okay. if they want to learn more, if they want to personally help, or maybe they themselves think they could use some help. How do yeah. they find you? Absolutely. So we're on the web, warhawkptsdservicedogs.org. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're huge. We're on all the socials, but we're biggest on Facebook at Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs. You can always call or text 918-815-6775. And if you ever want to just get some information, info at Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs.org. Again, he is Kevin Doncaster, and he is the founder and former president of Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs. Uh, Kevin, thank you again, for for your time today, for everything that you're doing, for being a part of our community and being an inspiration to so many people. I appreciate it, Todd. Thanks for having us on and I look forward to doing this again real soon. Again, Nikki Ferguson, before we let you go, what really impresses me about Kevin is just how open he is. He, he doesn't pull any punches with what it is that he's been through or what uh, veterans have gone through. And you can hear in his voice just how passionate he is about getting help to veterans and helping these folks who have PTSD. Absolutely. And what he's doing helps make things better in the future, get rid of that stigma that existed for so long. And, you know, let's, let's talk about it and let's do something about it. And let's really make a change for all these veterans have done for us. Again, our thank you to Kevin Doncaster, founder of Warhawk PTSD Service Dogs, and also Nikki Ferguson, uh, manager of entrepreneurial development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. Thanks to both of you, and we look forward to speaking again. Thank you, Todd. Have a great day.